0: The Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon, has spent another day batting away claims of hypocrisy with his previous comments about Tadeo and international travel coming back to haunt him. It comes the day before he departs for his first international engagement, a one day visit to Australia. Here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. On, then off, then back on again. The Boeing boomerang back in action for tomorrow's trans-Tasman trip. Thank you to the engineers who have done a fantastic job, obviously, repairing the 757. It came down to the wire after a mechanical fault grounded the 757. Media were told it had been fixed shortly after midday. The new PM is not happy with the state of affairs. He's asked the Defence Force to find a longer-term solution when it comes to future travel. We have to call time on this. This is uh, embarrassing. It's not right. The directive seems at odds with comments he made in opposition, though. Comments eagerly revived by Labour's Chris Hipkins. Does he therefore agree with Christopher Luxon? Quote quotes that would, it would be inappropriate for us to actually commit and spend new money on planes in a recession, and therefore my personal view is that we travel commercial? What we've asked the Defence Force to do is give us a plan or in a series of options and a package that could comprise of commercial, it could comprise a charter, it could comprise of leased, or it may even comprise of owned. The national leader went much further when in opposition. Indeed, he vowed he would not use the Defence Force plane's at all. Whether you like it or not, we travel commercial, we charter aircraft. These are ancient aircraft, they shouldn't be flying. He was very critical when I did that, and yet now he's proposing to do the same thing himself. It's not the only charge of hypocrisy being levelled at National this week. Of the revelations, the taxpayer paid for Mr. Luxon's Tereo lessons, despite him saying this just two weeks ago. In the real world, outside of Wellington and outside the bubble of uh, our Parliament, uh, people who want to learn te reo or want to learn any other education actually pay for it themselves. But he did not pay for it himself and neither did a number of his MPs who today revealed that the public picked up their te reo tab too. I've had te reo lessons In fact I had them when I was on the Māori Affairs Select Committee. Of course that was offered here for all MPs. I funded some of it myself as well. I think it's good that MPs like me who need to work on their te reo Māori take the extra step of professional development. It is absolute hypocrisy. Speaking of te reo, Nationals deal with New Zealand First pledges that all public service departments will have their primary name in English except those specifically related to Māori. Despite that, the Housing Minister, Chris Bishop, has repeatedly referred this week to Kainga Ora by its Maori name, not English. Kainga Ora is known as Kainga Ora, uh, homes and communities. I don't know a single person who calls it homes and communities. And a quick survey of national MPs suggests that indeed is the case. Kainga Ora? Mm. Housing? Housing New Zealand? Uh, Housing New Zealand? It's houses. Uh, I thought it was Housing New Zealand, but there you go. It is not housing New Zealand, it's homes and communities. But does the New Zealand First Leader, Winston Peters, know that? Well, if you don't know, go back to uh, journalism school 101 and dare I say don't be so arrogant. Did, did Maiden, I was around doing things for Mario before you were born. Your Regardless, both he and the Act leader, David Seymour, are insisting the coalition agreements are kept to, that English comes first. In line with government policy, uh, it should have its English name first. All communications about understanding and comprehension. If it doesn't fit that bill, then what do we do? A question for another day. We'll look into that in the new year. For Christopher Luxon, that summer break can't come soon enough.